Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin for all things conservative, fighting for freedom, free speech, freedom of thought, and any other freedom that the Constitution happens to have. You can always send us uh, questions, comments via our email in black and right at gmail.com, or you can subscribe to our website in blackandright.net, or you can find in black and right on Instagram, Facebook, and Getter. Well, folks, just hours from now is going to be the great spectacular that everybody's been waiting for. Well, maybe not everybody, but yeah, tonight's the star-studded January 6th prime time hearings. Oh, yay. Oh, oh, the joy that floods my soul. Now, I'm trying to decide, even as of the time of this being recorded am I do, do I really want to even watch this because I might not be able to tell you what they're going to say but there are some things that I dang well know that they won't get into and the list is pretty darn long and it's getting longer let's start with a few things now of course as of as everybody knows yesterday uh, a crazy Gen Zer from California attempted to kill Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh now of course and even after the arrest you still had protesters illegally uh, protesting outside of Justice Kavanaugh's private residence in Maryland and he's been doxxed people know where his house is these protesters just go willy-nilly breaking long-established federal statutes and of course now we're being told well well both sides do it I'm like really really I'm sorry, uh, media. I'm sorry, Democrats, but you're a lying sack of excrement. Seriously. Now, are you going to try to tell me that there are pro-life protesters who are going to protest in front of the homes of the liberal members of the court? That's not happening. They're not at Sotomayor's place. They're not at Kagan's place. They're, they're nowhere near it. But yet, in the minds of the, of the corporate legacy media, oh no, everybody, it's both sides. It's like, no, it's not. No, it is not. How do I know this? Well, let's take a little bit of a listen 
to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer at a rally condemning and threatening Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Yep, my friends, that was Chuck Schumer when he was the minority leader, threatening Kavanaugh and Gorsuch on the very same issue of abortion. They telling them. You will pay the price if you don't uphold Roe v. Wade. Well, is this part of the price? Is it? Is this part of the price that Chuck Schumer told about and warned about? I'm like, folks, I'm sorry, but this is probably the most messed up thing I have seen. This is lawlessness on steroids and I'm going to say, I warned y'all, I warned you when this started. When the draft opinion leaked and then came out the plans to not only go to the homes of the six perceived conservative justices, I said, this is only the beginning, folks. This is only the beginning. We are... Uh, June the 9th today, the High Court finishes its session on June 30th. So we've got three weeks before the High Court is out of session, and they haven't even made their official decision yet on the whole case that started in Mississippi involving Roe v. Wade. But, yep, but that doesn't matter. That does not matter. Oh, do you not think that there is left-wing sponsored violence here? If you're not convinced, well then how about we try something else? How about what former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki? Hmm? How about that? Uh, I mean, my goodness. Let's see what she had to say uh, just before uh, she um resigned and went to MSLSD. Let's let's listen to her about these protests. Was very swift in responding to school board members who felt like they were being harassed and intimidated um, a couple months back. Does the president feel that the demonstrations outside of say Justice Alito's home um, are those attempts to interfere or intimidate? Well, I think I said yesterday, but I'm happy to repeat because I think it's important for everybody to hear that the president's long-standing view has been that violence, threats, and intimidation of any kind have no place in political discourse. And we believe, of course, in peaceful protest. What I do find is interesting, um, and I think most many people have noted, is that there are voices on the right who have called out um, this uh, protest that are happening uh, while remaining silent for years on protests that have happened outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan Secretary of State, or including threats made to women seeking reproductive health care, or even an insurrection against our capital. Uh, <clears throat> Jan, baby, that was BS then, it's BS now. I'm sorry. I mean, 
if you can bring the receipts, sweetie, making a very sweeping statement about conservatives don't do stuff like that. They don't, they, I mean, yes, you've got parents who are mad, but you have the entire political spectrum mad at school boards. Republicans, Democrats, Independents, Libertarians. I mean, it's all across the spectrum. And no, I have not found one single story about any kind of protest by conservatives uh, at school board meetings or at the homes of school board members. No, there is none. Uh, and if somebody can find one, send it to me. But I don't, conservatives don't do this stuff. You, don't, you do not have conservatives in front of Sotomayor's home or Kagan's home protesting this and then trying to influence their vote. This is BS. This is left-wing inspired violence and intimidation because the violence has already begun as of yesterday when Maryland police caught this goofy kid from California with a gun, with zip ties, with burglar's tools, and admitting to police he was going to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Okay, I'm sorry. You leftist yahoos. No, I'm not going to let this lie go unchallenged. And the lies that are going to be told tonight are going to also be challenged and it will come on Friday when I go through some of this but I'll tell you again that's one thing that's not going to be going away the the internet is forever so before we get into tonight's uh, train rack let's start with some interesting pieces of news the things that are not going to be discussed or questioned tonight during this debacle from just the news. Great website, highly recommend it. Uh, John Solomon and his team have been digging up some great stuff. Let's start with this one. Key congressman who voted, or I'm sorry, key congressman who investigated January 6th evidence Trump not to blame for the violence. Oops, not going to bring that up. And this is a Republican who didn't get Trump's endorsement. In fact, Trump endorsed his opponent in the primary. So you can't say, oh, he's just a Trump ally. Wrong again. Let's go to another piece of evidence. Exhibit B. Another news story from Just the News, and it was uh, yesterday. Trump Pentagon first ordered National Guard to the Capitol four days before the January 6th riot memo shows. Hmm, okay, this is interesting. What's going on here? Why did Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C., uh, Muriel Bowser, what's the deal? I mean, he ordered these troops, and they weren't there. What's going on with that? 
Plus, there's another story about an internal Capitol Police review highlighting the security and intelligence failures leading up to January 6th. Again, that will not be brought up tonight. I mean, there's going to be more things that aren't brought up than are going to be talked about because it's not favorable to their messed up, full of crap narrative. Then also, let's throw in a few more things, shall we say. How about the 14,000 hours of video footage that apparently the Injustice Department isn't particularly interested in? Okay, there's that. How about who were the people in, these vi in this video? Uh, and it's in there. You have, who is the short person, the Capitol Police officer who was waving people in while they were removing the barricade? Who, who was that? We don't know, and they don't want to know. And they don't want the American people to know. How about the video that's out there of Capitol Police just standing there, just letting people just go right on by, peaceably, nothing was going on, nothing was getting too crazy, and then, of course, let's throw in the one person that I know they don't want to talk about, and that was Ashley Babbitt. Why did Bird, who is a black cop with the Capitol Police, and apparently uh, he has a rather something of a sketchy record, I, I've heard from so many people who have been in law enforcement, friends of mine all over the country, and they have agreed that that shooting, that killing of Ashley Babbitt was a bad shooting. It was bad. I mean, and, there, and on top of that, what happened to the three Capitol Police officers who were standing in front of the door who all of a sudden left? They just left just moments before Ashley Babbitt's murder. There are so many things that really need to be asked. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. One person I would love for them to talk about is a guy named Ray Epps. Now, earlier this year, and even uh, the summer of last year, Revolver News, which is a great website, Darren Beatty and his folks found this guy named Ray Epps. And there's video of him on the night of January 5th encouraging people to go into the Capitol the next day. And if you see the video of this, you'll be, you'll, the people around him are screaming, Fed, 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 pointing at him. I mean, now yes, the FBI had him as a person on their wanted list from January 6th to June the 30th. Now, on July the 1st of 2021, all of a sudden, he ain't there. His picture has been removed from the website, everything. And what did he know? And there's even, there's even video footage of Mr. F's on the day of. And he seemed to be the 
the conductor of some of this stuff. But no, there are so many questions that will never be asked by this committee. This is called the Trump Slam Fest. Yeah, they can say, well, we have all of these depositions. We've had all of these hearings. These hearings have been held in secret, number one. Number two, a, in direct contradiction to tradition, nobody has been allowed to cross-examine any of these witnesses. Nobody. This is the rubber stamp to say, Trump's guilty, Trump's guilty, Trump's guilty. They can't bring the receipts. They can't bring the receipts because they have nothing. They just have nothing. They have innuendo. They have depositions from all sorts of people who have all sorts of biases. Now, those who are the Capitol Police, I wouldn't trust them either. I mean, how were there FBI informants in there? Hmm? And if so, how many? I mean, they had quite a bit. They had FBI informants and people who infiltrated in the Michigan case involving the potential, the, the attempted kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan. I mean, this thing stinks to high heaven. It just does. And to think that this is going to go prime time, like, you know, that this is some great extravaganza, you know, like somehow the old, anybody remember the old Cecil B. DeMille movies? Now that was a guy who knew how to make blockbusters, great epic stories. Ben-Hur, The Ten Commandments, great classic filmmaking. This does not even come close. Now if anybody's going to be watching this crap, I would highly recommend you keep two things with you. One, a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. Because if this stuff makes you truly sick to your stomach like it probably would me, you're just going to upend the bottle. And, and I'm just doing that as a public service. And another thing you probably need to take with you and have close by is like for motion sickness. Dramamine or, or some sort of thing. Because the spin is going to be so bad it's probably going to make you want to puke. And, and I don't want that to happen to anybody. So I'm just, as a friendly reminder and a public service, yes, keep these things with you if you're going to watch this. I mean, I might watch some of it, but I'll tell you what, there's going to be a lot of it I won't because it will be a Democrat corporate media alliance driven to try to stop Trump. It's a Trump slam fest going after people like Mark Meadows, uh, Trump's chief of staff, going after Peter Navarro for a misdemeanor and taking him in leg irons. And I mean, it's political theater conducted by the FBI and the Department of Injustice and the pencil neck elitist piece of crap called Merrick Garland, the attorney general, who's pretty dang selective about what laws he will enforce and not enforce. 
we are a nation that has gone totally lawless all the way up to the federal level. It's already bad enough you got cities with rampant crime, defund the police, and they're turning into cesspools at record speed. But nope, we're not going to go after these protesters who are in clear violation of federal law. And why should the governors of Maryland and Virginia have to beg to get help? To have the, the U.S. attorneys are worthless? The FBI is worthless? The Department of Justice is worthless? They're not going to stop. And if you think yesterday was just a one-shot, one-off deal, mm-mm-mm. Nope, nope, and no. Uh-uh. This is just, the, as they say in the movie business, preview of coming attractions. There is going to be violence. Now, especially if and when the high court comes out with this decision and Roe v. Wade gets sent back to the states. Should that happen? Get ready. And I will tell you here, right now, if you thought it was bad in 2020, it's going to be even worse in 2022. Because you're going to have these militant leftists, deranged, delusional, and just downright, I would almost say psychotic. To, they're zealots like jihadists in the Middle East. Except... It's not for Allah, it's for abortion, it's for lawlessness, it's for gun control to disarm citizens, and oh, oh yeah baby, it's going to be a real trip uh, when that starts happening. But I guess somewhat in a related story, just to show you how utterly pathetic some of this is. Now, this is a story out of Michigan uh, from today. And on the blaze, there is a sheriff's office, I believe it's Isabella County, Michigan. Their sheriff's office are now forced to limit in-person responses by their deputies because the record high gas prices have depleted the fuel budget. I'm like, oh my lord. Now, talk about, I mean, defunding the police is one thing, but having to do that because you don't have gas for your vehicles? That's pathetic. But I don't blame the Sheriff's Department. I don't blame the Sheriff's Department at all. I have friends in law enforcement. I've said that many times in many parts of the country but that's sad when you have to do this and limit the number of in-person responses I mean my goodness folks that's a disaster looking for a place to happen especially if you're dealing with a really violent crime and time is of the essence it's like oh no we can't send anybody because we don't have enough gas in our vehicles OMG folks, that is a mess. Just because they don't have money 
in their budget to keep their vehicles fueled and that's just one sheriff's office what happens when this starts I mean already and I've taught and I have friends of mine in California who've already told me that in Mendocino Mendocino County California unleaded gas unleaded not diesel but unleaded is now at ten dollars a gallon ten dollars a gallon in Mendocino California now when it gets that way in other parts of the country and it's going to affect the ability of law enforcement agencies to respond to people in distress oh that one is totally on Biden and all the Green New Deal freakazoids because you want your Green New Deal so dang bad I'm sorry these no there are not going to be electric cars in these police departments it doesn't work it doesn't help I'm sorry it's just not going to be but yet you are willing to let this happen not just to the trucking industry not just to the agriculture industry and I live in a part of Florida that's very agricultural very agricultural lots of beautiful farmland around here cows horses chickens uh, vegetable farmers absolutely but nope 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 all you Green New Deal freaks have to have your windmills and your solar and all of that which is stupid heck even to have an electric car you still have to have things that are made with petroleum products say like tires because tires are made of rubber and rubber is a petroleum byproduct so it's going to be real interesting driving around in your electric car when your tires are pretty much shot and you can't get any more or they're going to be costing just as much as the car was so no no I'm sorry this is just not worth it and frankly tonight's really not worth it either but I will be providing some analysis on WTF Friday tomorrow and I will be probably doing a video version as well on our Rumble page. But for right now, I'm just going to simply say so long for now. Take care. I will be back for WTF Friday tomorrow. And oh baby, this is going to be a whole lot of fun. At breaking down and trying to analyze the mental midgets of this committee and what they were trying to do. So until tomorrow, folks, have yourself a great evening. And remember, patriots come in all colors.